That would be so weird. What if, what if in a sketch comedy you've got like random words like kerplunk written on post-its <laughs> and then you start shoving post-its in people's mouths kerplunk. and they're like, you're putting words in my mouth. Wow. And kerplunk would be one of those words? I don't know why that came to my head. I was going to say uh, splunking but because we said in the last episode. We did. That was weeks ago, though. That was I years. can barely remember it. Yeah. Outside of all the fan mail we've already received. Are we <laughs> recording now? <laughs> We're recording. Damn. Hey, guys. My name's Tyler. My name's Neil. And you are listening to the... Forgot the name. Church in Real Time <laughs> podcast. I didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. This is Church in Real Time, and we're glad you're here. We are really glad you're here. Just the fact that you're here. The reason glad. why it's called Church in Real Time is because a lot of people think that church just happens on Sunday and it doesn't. Pastor Rick says all the time, even if you eat a full course meal one day a week, you're still going to be hungry again tomorrow. And so there's a lot of work that goes into planning for a church service or an event or a moment, but there's also a lot that we need to be doing when it comes to discipleship and devotionals and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to basically break down behind the scenes of what it takes to pull off a moment. That's incredible. And the moment we're talking about today, baptisms. Baptisms. I remember when I was younger, I went to a um, missionary Baptist church, most of high school, and it was very seldom they did baptisms. I mean, you'd think like once every few months, maybe. Hmm. Uh, maybe longer, and it's like you, you just didn't see it very often. Yeah. And uh, I think that we do it, we've been doing it different, you know, the past like seven or eight years that I've noticed here. Yeah. Um, how often do we usually do them? So we used to do baptism and not on a regular, repeating, obvious, and predictable schedule, but for about the past five years or so, maybe six, we do it every month, the same weekend of the month, the second weekend, every single time. And we used to, we actually did like big, I have decided moments. So it's when Mm -hmm. Roman got baptized, it was one of those huge moments where we baptized hundreds and hundreds of people. And we had swimming pools, like the, you know, the one you can go get at Walmart, like you you just fill it up. We filled them up and had to build like stairs up into it. So people could climb up and climb down. And we had multiple people in the pools at the same time because it was too many people. We couldn't do it. And the water was so cold. Were y'all doing outside? I no, it was inside. They would have the swimming pools inside. inside. Yep. And they filled them up the night before. Oh. So you're thinking, oh, well, that water will cool or warm up. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. It, de- it did not. We got in there and all the photos of Roman and I, Roman looks like he's emotional, like he's like, this is a big deal to him. And it's not that. He was freezing cold. I remember I could n- Hardly talk to him because I could catch my breath. It was so difficult to think to talk, and so I dunked him, and I remember him looking at me. You know what I mean? I prayed over him, baptized him, and he's looking at me like, Dad, don't, no. no don't I don't, do. I'm, I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> Round two. Bloosh. And I'm like, all right, good, buddy. We got to get out of here. It was, it was so cold. Um, <laughs> so we do it every month, and the, some, of the, some of the campuses have different kind of pools where the pastor gets in the water. Some of them have the kind where they stand outside of the water. But we do it every month so that it is – obvious. It's, uh, I, I would hate to say predictable, but people need to know, oh, wow, if I didn't get baptized this month, I could do it again next month because um, we're going to do it again. Yeah. And you've got like recency. Like if they, yeah. if they just saw people do that and they're like, oh, I need to yep. do that. 
boom, they tell yeah. them next time, like we're doing it a month. Like you're not waste. like, oh, yeah. six months from now, a lot can happen in six months that oh, yeah. could get in the way of you taking that next step. So uh, what also, it, it, if we say, gosh, this is a value to us, we want to make sure that you can get baptized. We believe as a church that after you have put your faith in Jesus and you decide to follow him, Baptism is your first act of obedience. It is a public display of the the private decision that you made to follow Jesus. But if we don't do it often enough, we're basically saying, look, this is a huge priority to us. And in six months, you're going to have a great chance to be able to... And people are going, what? Like, I just got... I want to do it now. We're like, no, no, no. So we have to do it more often to show that it is a value. Yeah. And do you think... Have uh, has there been an increase in the amount of people that have chosen to get baptized yeah. since you guys did that? Yes. Now, what's tricky is if you only do it three or four times a year. Let's say we do it two or three times a year. Those numbers at those moments are going to be high, but by doing it every single month at the same time, what we're really doing is we're we're giving people more opportunities. So the number goes down at that moment, but over the course of the year, the total number goes up. Okay. because you have more opportunities to do it. So the number increases. And uh, like how that fits, because it fits into the service, right? They do it at one of the right. services. I know at, at our campus, we do it after the last service or between the second and the third. We've done it a couple of different ways. And right. so you see it happening different because I, I don't know if that's just to try new things or if it's like one thing we used to always do in education was every year we'd change something because we didn't like the way it was the year before but then we always end up two or three years coming back to what we did yeah. before because we yeah. don't like the thing we're doing now and we have somebody makes a reason like i didn't like it because one person <laughs> came up and said they didn't like it so yep. that they spoke for the two thousand people. everybody yeah and so i think that uh like i know one we did here at the conway campus i came up and emceed um, some parts of it, we did it to where it was like in the middle, like between, I think between worship and the message. And like, I came up and then I was like, all right, everybody it was supposed to be like during the last song. And they were right. just going to, they weren't going to announce every single person by name. They were going to film it. I remember and this then, one. And then they were going to have music and I accidentally told everybody to sit down. <laughs> and so they said, nobody was worshiping. They're just yeah. sitting there listening to the band play yeah. while they're it was watching. Like a background track <laughs> yeah. while it was all happening. Yeah. And it, I just, I got, I just, I said it was weird. I don't like when people are standing up and I'm talking because I feel like they're wanting to sit yeah, down. Like, and so oh, I was like, I'm all right, so everybody, tired. grab a seat. And then I forgot to tell them to stand like, back oh, up. Oh no! And I guess, I guess the worship, <laughs> worship guy didn't want to be like. And everybody just sat down and go, everybody stand back he up. He made a terrible <laughs> mistake. Stand back up. Never trust him again. Yeah. We've done it a lot of different ways. Sometimes, uh, you know, accidentally we figured something out. So we try and do it at every service. We have a Saturday night service at this campus and two Sunday morning services. And we don't just do it one time the whole weekend. We mm-hmm. do it every service. Okay. So Saturday night we do it after the message, after the service is done. And give it plenty of time. Like you could take twenty minutes with each person. Yeah, because there's not to. another service there's coming not, up. After there's it. nothing is coming up. So well, not twelve rushed. hours later. Right. Yeah, you have twelve hours to get this done. <laughs> or the next two services on Sunday, it is during worship, but it hasn't always been like that. We've done it at the end of the message, after announcements and everything, and we tell people, Hey, listen, it'd be great if you want to celebrate. Please don't anybody go anywhere, just stick in. And some people do it. Right now we do it during worship and we tell them this is part of worship, and we put their name up on the screen, and the cameras are showing it while people are worshiping. And it's a it's a really good, uh, it's a visual during worship that is strong. Yeah, we don't always have to do it that way, and who's to say that we're always going to do it like that? We yeah. might change it again. Yeah, you never know. And I I know they've also changed 
what it like sometimes they've got like you did the swimming pools other times i know we have the one uh whenever ezra was baptized at sling county we had like a round pool and i got in there with her and you know i'm in the water with her but then whenever titus was i was standing outside it was like a narrow yeah like just him they call him like horse troughs or something like that like you're standing outside and you can dunk them and you don't have to get wet yeah there's a few different ways to do it yeah it was it was cool both of them nothing says scripturally that the pastor has to be Be in in the the water at the same time yeah you were talking about the cold water what is the coolest place you've ever been baptized neil at my house. I was baptized at my house. <laughs> Only once? So I was baptized twice. Oh, okay. Uh, I got baptized when I was, let's call it like eight years old. Okay. My brother and I were baptized, and we were at a church that was doing, uh, like, it was a, they called it a satellite church, and so we didn't have a baptism because we were meeting at a school. So we had to go to another church. It was down the road, and for some reason, they required that we wear robes, like a white robe <laughs> over top of our regular clothes. So I'm wearing, like, just regular pants and, like, a button-down shirt and a robe over top of it, and we got dunked. I don't know. I was eight or nine years old. I meant it. I knew what I was doing, but uh, I've always wondered, like, I have not done it since I absolutely gave my heart to Jesus and was serving him and I hadn't done it. And I was always worried because I didn't want people to be like, well, wait a minute, why is he getting baptized? Yeah. So I asked Pastor Rick and he said, no, he, he had done it, I think three times and he talks about it. But I had about four or five guys come over to our house and Pastor Rick baptized us in the pool in the backyard. That is cool. Yeah, it was, it was wild. That's really cool. Um, yeah. What's the coldest place you've ever seen somebody get baptized? I would say the Jordan <laughs> the River. The Jordan River in February. That oh was, my gosh. I have fallen into multiple pools in the winter. <laughs> One time when I was a kid, yes, I, I, there was an ice. Once Pastor Rick threw me in a pool, not for <laughs> baptism, but we were playing bago, and he thought it'd be funny to shove me in the pool. Right, that was in G- December. Yes. Yeah, that was December. Not bad. Um, there was one time there was a sheet of ice over my friend's pool and we were hitting it with a stick, stabbing it like Gandalf and (laughs) it broke through and I fell in. No, that's true. None of that compared. Oh gosh. To the Jordan river in the rain in February. It was brutal cold. It was like, I, I can't remember. Okay. Remember the hot ones challenge we did for NLC live? Yes. As hot as that was in my mouth, the opposite cold <laughs> was that baptism water. As the Jordan freezing cold. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, but it was cold. It was. So uh, it was you great. and everybody else that came up out of the water. Harry Bates looks like Ric Flair coming up out of the water. He, he goes, Whoa. he's the, like veins sticking oh out of his gosh, neck. He yeah, was, it was intense. He was rocking and rolling. I loved it. It was chilly. So I don't know. I think that there are multiple ways to do it. I don't think there's a right way. I do like the idea of doing it frequently because I feel like one. There are always people there that you see bail out when they see baptisms at the end. Yeah. They bail out because yep. they don't want to sit through it. I don't know those right. people. Like, it's an Doesn't impactful matter. moment. You should yeah. sit there. You should be there. But then when you have, you know, you're doing it once every three or four months, you're going to have more people. Yeah. Or you might not because they don't see the frequency of it. I think you're just going to see it's going to be more. shorter and more yeah, if it you short. do it. Yeah, it doesn't, take, it doesn't take 30 or 40 minutes mm-hmm. to baptize people. Uh we actually have a few requirements, and this is just at New Life Church. We do this, but if somebody says, an adult, if they say that they want to get baptized, anybody who is, I would say, like a, a student out of uh, junior high and up, if they want to get baptized, we actually have a class for them that is a one-time class where we sit down and make sure they know 
exactly what, why, well, where is this scriptural? And we explain a lot of things because there are people that come to our church from a lot of different backgrounds, mm-hmm. you know, religious backgrounds or different church. Uh, but for kids, we do the same thing and we invite the whole family and we sit down and teach them and make sure we know that that kid knows exactly what they're doing. Cause there's a lot of times where the kid does it and it's yeah. because mom or dad wants it or whatever. They just saw other people doing it. They're like, yeah. that seems cool. Yeah. I want to get in the pool. The pastor told me to come back here. Yeah. If I need something. Okay. Yeah. It's just really, really <laughs> tricky. So what's wild is I have seen it. Gina and I did it with Cassidy. We did it with Ben and Tamara Watson in their living. So they have this hangout at their house where they teach them. But what's crazy is the parents have moments as well. And I've seen, we've seen parents receive Christ because their kid is going through this baptism class and they realize, you know what? I never really thought about this, but I actually, my heart's not right with God, and I want to. And then the parents end up getting baptized. So it's just at a base level, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to teach about it, and they ask more questions than they do talk. They say, do you know why? Like, why are you, tell me why you're getting baptized. Tell me why this and that. And then they'll, they'll steer their, um, their understanding after, and they ask a lot of questions so that that kid can say out loud, here's why I'm getting baptized. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm doing. And, um, Everybody fills out a, a form beforehand just so we can get some info on them. We take pictures. So we have our, our team takes photos, and we'll even put the video footage from the baptism, that portion of service. We'll put that online and send a link to all the people that were in it so they can send it over to their friends and family so they can see it. That's also a big one. There are people that won't get baptized because they say, well, I really feel like I'm supposed to. Like God's really speaking to me, and I'm, I want to do this, but my family's not here. And we're like, listen, we'll literally send them a link. They can go watch this. And they're like, okay. Um, we try and take all of that, and then we'll mail them a photo of their baptism afterwards and just say we're proud of you, and if you need anything, we're here, and you know, tell them what their next steps are. And it shows the importance. It shows yeah. you're taking the time and the effort to do all that as a yeah. church. I think it's, it shows that you value it. As well, so I think it's there cool. are, there is a huge team that that gets them, like they put rugs out so that the floor isn't slippery. They're mm-hmm. putting all the towels out. They're putting shirts, shirts and shorts and all this other stuff. They even have underwear, spare underwear. They, if you yeah, need it. they've got everything you would need. All it's brand new. They no used stuff. Team. I don't think they don't do like we're looking for your used underwear for no. baptisms. No. They don't do a lot of those. No, I don't. I've haven't. I mean, it's about I, once a month we do the used I underwear. A, I don't feel a call into that ministry. Pass them down the middle road to the guy oh. in the middle, and he just Neil walks up the middle mm-hmm. carrying everybody's underwear. It's really weird. I'm having a hard time swallowing. <laughs> I know. Right yeah. now. <laughs> Neil doesn't like terms, so no. I just thought that'd be the most uncomfortable situation. That team uh, is is pretty cool. They get to be there, and they're handing towels to everybody that's coming out of that. So I always I always say this example, but it's like when when you. It's what you said. Like sometimes people want to leave at the end of service and mm-hmm. they want to watch it. We do it in the middle now, but we brag about that moment because when you're tithing, when you're giving, and you're being generous with your finances, it's the same thing as when you're a fan of a team and that team wins a big game or a championship or whatever. We all celebrate like we're part of the team, even though we're technically not. But when you have a chance to see a moment like that and you're tithing and you're a part of it, I'm like, look, that's our team. Like this is this is a win. Yeah. You get to celebrate in that moment because we're a team and a family. You had a role to play in this. And you try and bring as many people into that as you can. Absolutely. They're getting to witness a tangible turning yeah. point in these people's lives right. that they had a part of. So yep. that's incredible. It's pretty cool. I like it. So uh, what you're saying is 
if you guys out there want to get baptized, go oh. to Neil's house, jump uh, in his pool. Sure. Pastor Rick will be there. Yep. I got a shoving thin, you in the pool, thin layer of ice. Over <laughs> playing yeah. bago, shoving you in the pool, and oh, uh, and you're good to go. Yeah. Man, I wish we could insert that clip into this podcast of him shoving me. That in the pool. would be amazing. I should repost that at that time of year. Every, every like yeah. Tom Hop every year, like every in honor year. of Pastor Rick shoving me in the pool. Here it is again. It was vicious. Well, whatever he it takes to win. Was so <laughs> excited, and he did. He got ba- that's the only time I've ever played, and someone got bago. He straight wow. up got he hit did. all four, do 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 do, and won automatically. I was gonna win until then. Oof. Yeah, it's whatever. You got to cheat to win. You got to win to cheat. You know what I'm saying? That's wow. not what people say. That's not what they say. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for the first ever second episode of Church in Real Time. Hey, if you want to get baptized, all you have to do is text the word water to eighty eight thousand to eighty eight thousand. I, how cool would it be is if this like got hooked on something like search term or something and then like it really big and then New people Life's are, like people from like Arizona, yeah, Hawaii, come on, we come on down to New Life, Arkansas and we're going to hook great. you up. Yep. All right. Well, y'all be good. Stay sweet and um, church in real time it. <laughs> we need to come with an outro, don't we? That would be better than what we just What did. I just said. I liked it though. Yeah, you're being Church kind. in real time it. <laughs> we're church in real time it, guys. All right. I got to stop. Bye.